Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Sifu Amin Jani, who had a spiritual transformation, and today we're going to learn about it. Sifu, welcome to the podcast, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jeff. All right, if you don't mind, can we start on the day that you had your spiritual transformation and go from there? I'm um, sure, Jeff. Uh, so to uh, describe what happened to me was I was in a time in my life. I was, uh, it was back in 2005. Um, I was 24 then, and... Um, I was having a really stressful, you know, time between uh, relationship and work. I was doing two full-time jobs, um, and being a manager in both er- both of them, and overwhelming amount of stress with those. You know, literally working ten to twelve hours a day, sometimes you know, six days a week. You know, and and I had I had you know this this girl I was in love with, but um, she was very you know emotionally like mean to me and stuff and I, it could never make her happy you know even though I was trying to do everything so hard and uh I got really depressed and I, I hit a low point that you know I kind of just pretty much felt like man what is the point of life like there is a god you know please tell me or help me or give me an answer I, I, I felt like you know basically killing myself not literally wanting to kill myself but because I don't think that's a good thing to do when I wouldn't do that to my parents or anything like that but you know my friends or family but it was like really bad though. I was like, just couldn't stop crying. Like I basically was just pouring out all my emotions into, if there is a God out there, I, I do believe in God, you know, uh, but it's like kind of never ask God for anything. So this is like this one time I was just, I, I just felt like I had no one else to go to turn to. So I, I was just pleading, hoping to get an answer back or something. But I just cried myself, I think, unconscious to sleep. It's just like, boom, something happened. And I I just passed out. And then I had this very intense experience while I was, you know, um, unconscious or passed out. Uh, I, you call it a dream, like a lucid dream or something. I don't know what you want to call it. But it was like nothing I've ever experienced before. And it's I've never experienced anything like it since then. It was... 
it's hard to describe because if if you're imagining like uh, the sky was black and the ground was white and you know split by this perfect horizon and there's a big giant mass like a would be like a planet like right here like in your face like somehow like a giant moon thing but it's it's big and circular and it's got the opposite colors going on so when the sky is black the top half of this big massive ball is white and the ground i mean you know vice versa on the, the the whites you know the ground's white and the, you know the bomb is black that's what i mean to say it's just literally like it's a simple picture but this thing was like had a lot of power to it and it was like in a way what felt like it was talking directly at me uh answering like all the questions that i was having as if like it knew everything i was thinking and feeling and it literally came to just answer all these questions and it, it lasted what seemed like <clears throat> like a three-hour conversation that was being like more like a someone <clears throat> was excuse me like a like someone someone like was downloading this now I, I don't know if this was god i felt like it if there was one it was like it was as if the talking was coming at me and just answering so fast, like as fast as the mind could think the questions in my head, it was like he already was hearing it and, and giving every answer. It's like filling out the blanks to everything, kind of just putting all the pieces together, making it, everything just started making sense. You know, I almost like a see playback of images of these events in my life, these things in my mind, like while I'm observing, it's like, you know, he's answering these things. I'm like, I'm like seeing what it's meaning like really like oh oh i don't know how to explain it. it's just really weird and it it was something that felt like it was going on for hours in this presence of this person so or god or whatever it is this image or this entity and this thing i don't know what it was but when i woke up you know everything was completely different um i i could feel well, first of all, I felt fantastic. All of a sudden, it was like I wasn't depressed anymore. I wasn't, um, you know, emotionally hurting or mentally like hurting. I, it was like a fresh start when I woke up. I felt like the most, you know, joyous sensations I hadn't felt in years. Like almost like a child when they're just happy and laughing, going lucky. I felt like I hadn't felt this good in so long. It was very blissful. It was very pleasurable experience it was it lasted for about two weeks um before i got used to it and it's just kind of you know it, it was kind of weird like because it was just brand new to me to feel this good all the time no pains in my body it was like the force the uh, uh i'll get into this too it was like the i could feel the force like in star wars all of a sudden it's like i could feel the distance between myself and the trees i could i could feel people's heartbeats and their breath rates like it all just like uh, i could see things that i couldn't see before you know understand and feel things i couldn't understand and feel before which goes back to what which why it's funny is because i didn't believe like in the force you know uh I trained, you know, traditionally growing up with traditional martial arts stuff that have energy work. And I also did go uh, to learn traditional um, Chinese medicine and acupuncture stuff. But I, I didn't believe in this, this chi energy that they talk about. I tried to. I wanted to believe in it, but I never experienced it or felt it before, you know, I was, tw you know, 24, 25, after this incident happened. 
I really did want to believe it. I, I did practices all the time, meditations, breath works, qigongs, everything. But I'm like, I'm doing everything everybody's saying, but I don't feel it. I even believe maybe only Asian, you know, people can experience this. Or maybe it's something like this that, or maybe it takes 50 years to feel like, I don't know. Like, I just never thought it would be real. Like, maybe it's just all acupuncture is like hypothetical. Maybe it's like not chi. Maybe it's like nerves or something. You know what I'm talking about? Like trying to rationalize, like, logically like that it doesn't exist you know even though i want to believe in it but after that experience it was apparent that chi was real so i kind of just got like whoa like this is that energy and i pulled out all the stuff all my old books i hit up all my old teachers even even new teachers i found who could teach me more about the energy side of things and I just made all this connection with the Eastern, you know, stuff. And in my, in a way that I was like relearning everything that I learned again with new eyes. Instead of saying, trying to memorize things because they're just points on a body or there's just moves to do this way. It's, it was a whole different experience for me to go and start doing Tai Chi and Qigong again. And, and even like the acupuncture and like, it's totally different now seeing energy and be able to put needles and, and a person actually knowing like and feeling and seeing what's going on with energetically speaking so it, it just took everything to a different level and i also really got into the uh, avedic medicine too and they, into yoga practice too because it was the same kind of thing like they had their nadis and all this kind of thing and now you know i i totally you know vouch for you know traditional medicine and and you know, TCM and, and acupuncture now because cheese real. I know that now. It's not like it's some kind of, you know, make-believe thing that Asian people created, you know. It's real. And, uh, yeah, Qigong and Tai Chi, that stuff is real. And there is a spiritual side to it, you know, that comes along with it, which is pretty cool. Thank you for sharing your experience with us. Now, you mentioned that you prayed to God. I'm curious about your background. What religion are you, and did that make any impact on you about religion? That's a good question. Um, so when I was growing up, I was born into a Muslim family. Um, but when <clears throat> my parents uh, uh, put me into private school, I went to a Catholic school so i started going down that route i went there for a little while and then they took me out of that school and put me into a baptist school later <laughs> and then um yeah been very close with with that you know part of i like i like christianity period you know i like all religions it's, it's what i practice myself now i'm, I'm kind of like I, I i just don't really go to church or or you know i don't even uh, unless someone is like you know hurting i send them if you want to say a prayer i'll send them you know good wishes you know i i don't ask god for anything you know this kind of thing I'm not, i don't pray for things and stuff like that I, I i i believe you know in god you know i think allah or god whoever you want to call it, it's god you know it's not some something different like this because i also you know when i went when i went to college uh i i, I took you know, um, a couple of years of psych. My my two majors I was going for, which I did not end up getting, because I ended up trying to go do music instead, and I left to be a rock star. But um, 
I did two years of um, the psychology one and two, and, and uh, you know the sociology and and those were going to be my two majors, and then a minor in in philosophy. And I did that one and two, but. So for me, that was like something really interesting and that gave me a different perspective. And it, at the same time, you know, uh, my mom got into this Buddhist uh, and Taoist kind of beliefs, exploring that kind of stuff. You know, she got into reading those books, buying those books. And I was reading that stuff too. And I, I, I really resonated with it because I'm like, oh, these are like actually not religions. They're like philosophies, you know. So, and so yeah, I just kind of, I'm all over the place with kind of religions and philosophies, I guess you could say. Do you feel like you were spiritually transformed after that experience? Uh, yes, yes. The answer is yes. I do feel like that. It, it did do that because, again, something for 25 years of my life that I, you know, or wanted to believe, you know, 20 years I wanted to believe this thing and I, and I, and never seen a sign of it until this experience. And then, so it was a real eye opener that, that, you know, the stuff is real and energy is real and spirituality is out there. It's real. Like it, it's pretty amazing. It's like a, made me so excited that I wanted to get everybody else to learn that they could do it too, or feel this stuff too. And I, I, I the, the hard part was like, I never really tell people this story about my experience that made the change because I'm not going to ever tell people like, Hey, be depressed and feel like you want to kill yourself. And then ask God and then you boom, all of a sudden you're having a spiritual explosion or whatever. And that's good. I mean, but because I wanted to be practical and useful to and give value to the world, you know, because this now to me is a very precious thing after that experience. I was like, wow, this Qi energy stuff, the stuff they're talking about and this Qigong Tai Chi and these traditional Chinese medicines and acupuncture stuff is very precious. And we all have it. This is like our life force. And this is a very precious thing. If I, since now I know what the experience of having and moving and, and dealing with this uh, life force, I believe I could help others find the experience of the life force too. So I, from that point forward, you know, dedicated my life to teaching people the energy stuff. And it just, it kind of goes right along with my traditional martial arts stuff. So it just felt natural to, to do it at the time, you know, instead of being working for the software company, you know, <laughs> is there any tips that you can give us on how to get in touch with Chi ourselves without having a depressed state of mind? Sure. That's a very good question. Um, the beautiful thing uh, about energy work is that it does have many different levels to it and many ways to deal with it. But the most simplest and basic is breathing. Okay. <clears throat> Deep breathing, slow, rhythmic breathing. For a few minutes, one, one will start feeling a lot better. Their body will get more energy. Now, this is still just like oxygen sensation. Now, the, the chi stuff it will be a little bit more difficult to explain because that takes more of a meditative mind and the breathing though can get you there. So the breathing can get you, get the stress out and it can open you up and make you feel relaxed. Like breath equals relaxation and a relaxed body will make a relaxed mind. And so the mind gets relaxed from the breathing. And then when you're in a meditative state, you can actually start paying attention more to things <clears throat> excuse me, like your heartbeat. Start noticing the pulse. See if you're internally can become aware 
of the things working inside of you. Literally, the pulse, the pulse, your heartbeat is a very good one. Start like check. You can check your temples. You can check these places like your throat. Not even with your hands. Like literally using your mind when you're after doing good relaxation, deep breathing, and you're calm and you're in a meditative state. You can use your focus to go in and and check these areas. You know your chest where your heart is. Your, you know, you can go down. Well, you just go down any, anywhere through your body, all the way down to your toes, pretty much. You can feel feel it. And then you can even go up to your hands and feel your fingers and see if you can feel the blood running through your fingers, you know. This this is kind of awareness that you get. You can start building a chi awareness, you know. And then you can go further down the rabbit hole after that. But that's a very good beginner basic way. The breathing will help with stress, which is a good, good thing you ask. I guess this is healthy stuff, you know. And then if you want to actually feel more of the chi, it goes... Like I say, with this pulse, what they do say is that chi is like air, but as a chi runs with the blood, and so there you have it. You know, that's a very simple way of trying to find and experience chi. You're saying that chi also runs with your blood, so is that why it's good to kind of try to feel the circulation in your body in different points of your body? Yes, sir. Absolutely. That's very well said. That's what you're going to start noticing is what your chi is because you will start feeling if these areas and uh, you'll start being able to learn to control the the speed. You'll be able to control your heart rate. If you, you'll you be aware of it if it's going up and elevated too much and you'll be able to calm it, you know, just by self-awareness at this point, you know, and it's, it's useful. What is your opinion of Reiki and do you practice it or not? I do not practice Reiki. Um, and that's actually a good question that you asked me because I have some, um, I have some bones to pick with that because it kind of just came out of nowhere. Uh, but uh, some people claim it is traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I practice, you know, traditional stuff from like Shaolin. So there's traditional Qigong and, you know, I practice traditional, you know, Tai Chi type of stuff. So not something that seemed to pop up like out of nowhere, you know, uh, and then start giving people certificates. That, and also the practice of laying hands and healing with people is actually a dangerous thing. I <clears throat> Even Qigong guys do it, and but there's always side effects to it. Uh, I've done it myself for a lot of people, and I've helped them cure like things that you can – you know everything from Crohn's to someone who had like never-ending leg, uh, restless leg syndromes, you know, <laughs> or someone with like really certain like bad nerve pains, always burning or something like this, you know. Is that and even someone like with broken bones, injuries, like helping these kind of things like heal quickly and properly? You can do it by guiding the energy, you know, with a, per, a person. And this whole concept that they have, many people doing it, I guess it takes it off the burden of it, one person using his energy alone because that that's where the side effects really come. You you only have so much of this precious energy. The, the point of is to accumulate this energy to be vital and healthy. Uh, when we do things like this kind of healing, we're depleting our very special energy that we build. First, you have to be able to build it up to admit it. So I don't know these guys get there like some people get certain things like in a few days, and it's like, um, and they're just doing a technique and they're doing it together, and they're like, well, we have visualizations to protect us. We can visualize this bracelet here to protect the bad energy from coming in and all this kind of stuff. And so 
for me, I, I do understand visual visualization is a very powerful tool, but um, as a practical chi guy, it's actually kind of dangerous for people to try to go out and heal people with their hands. I, I stopped myself from doing that when I started realizing the side effects were real. I had a teacher telling me, you shouldn't do it. There'd be side effects. I'm like, yeah, right. I, all these other guys are doing it, you know? So I go off, you know, doing it because it, it's, it's, it's cool to do. And people, you know, you're making people feel better. And so, but I learned my lesson the hard way. <laughs> And uh, and I have known a lot of people who practice Reiki. Uh, after many years, if they have been taking it seriously, they, they start realizing I'm getting I get side effects from it. I don't really do it anymore. You know. Are you saying that the patient gets side effects, or you as the practitioner get the side effects? You as the healer get the side effects because what you're doing is, in essence, a person will have an energy blockage in their body, call it creating an issue, and you can use your energy here to to you know get rid of the blockage then when you do this though you're literally giving this person your energy into their system and that's why it's going to start circulating and help to do uh, this the patient because it's a, like a foreign energy in their body and you place it there to, to move in that area and free that area up the thing with this is that it's still your energy and you've You've lost some of your energy. What, uh, and not only is that, that your energy is also touching this other person and it's getting mixed up with that point, that blockage, that negative energy that you're touching to try to free up. So you're experiencing some of that coming to you. It's foreign for you too. Your body uh, has to expel this unwanted thing that you've gotten from the patient. Oh, the patient is glad that they have yours in there because it's making them feel better. But the also, a real sad thing about this is that this kind of healing—it's—it's it's only temporary for the patient, you know. So uh, once it's done its thing, if whatever caused the problem originally, if the person is still living a lifestyle in a way that this problem will occur again, then it was like the healing was be for nothing. And you have to go back again and say, "Hey, months later, it's hurting again," you know. So I just hope these guys as healers will be more careful and I hope, you know, the the people who are going to be patients also try to be equally as responsible about taking care of themselves when the a healer does out of compassion try to heal you. Yeah. It sounds like the side effects are that you start absorbing the patient's energy. And so do you get like physically in pain yourself or sick or, or what, sure, the, what are some the, of the things that you feel? It's kind of like uh, what you what you experience is is actually the symptoms of the illness itself. So, uh, someone with uh, Crohn's having extreme, um, you know, small intestine inflammation, you feel it. You know, you you'll feel it for the next week or maybe even longer. You got to do something to clear yourself out. You know, and make sure that you're not letting <laughs> you're just taking on someone else's quote unquote karma. You know. <laughs> Would you consider yourself an energy healer? Yes, but not the typical trying to do my hands. I did do that, but I stopped doing. As a healer, I do do everything based on energetic principles, but I try to teach people how they can heal themselves by getting in touch with their own energy. So that's the best self-healing, you know, is the best way to go. So I, as, a, as an energy healer, I teach people how to heal themselves. How do you think this experience changed the way that you practice martial arts? That's a good question. Um, that's a very good question because so in martial arts, um, 
you know, there's there's a lot of this um, forms that you learn and and techniques that you learn. So everything is like a one, two, three, four. It's got to be done this way, that way. You know, and it's very very linear, um, and uh, it's just very straightforward. And, and so when I had this kind of impact and I could feel the chi. Because, um, you know, you have parts of martial arts like the qigong and tai chi. And then you're moving slowly and breathing and, and, and doing this kind of stuff. Okay. Before my martial arts, I thought I was just doing the right things by going like this. It's going up, going down, take a step, turn the hips. It's all mechanical, biomechanical, right? Just boom, 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 boom. But now, to me, it's very profound because when I... When I'm going up and I'm coming down, I'm feeling the chi. I'm feeling the energy of the heaven and earth, you know, coming. I'm I'm feeling the the force, so to speak, the distance between myself and others. It made me a better fighter too, even with the regular, you know, Taekwondo style stuff to the other Kung Fu hard training stuff. Because uh, being able to, you kind of just have this like a um, understanding of distance and feeling, and it's kind of like your subconscious is like already knowing what the person is going to do five steps and ahead. So it's, it's really easy. The reflexes get very, very sharp, easy to block things, you know, even without like directly looking at a person, you just, you can start feeling like, and you know how hard or how soft to hit, like where exactly to hit and you have like perfect aim, you know, it's kind of this weird phenomenon that now it's like a gone from Kung Fu to spiritual Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. So you had your transformation. Did you, immediately change your job and your relationship status or what did you do about that oh yeah well i i uh i did i changed i quit working for the company and i I decided to start my my own (laughs) which was energy cultivation a long time ago but yeah so i did i did quit the software company and i did you know create energy cultivation and start you know creating a course to teach people a way to start experiencing chi. And I did healings for people in person. And it grew into me doing, you know, teaching classes at the university, the Tai Chi, Qigong, you know, breathing, meditation, you know, yin yoga type thing going on and some mixed martial arts and all that stuff, Taekwondo stuff. But so, you know, I was getting out there in person at the local university and also at the health club, local health club and doing it online, you know, um, and as far as the relationship goes, you know, I'm still friends with her to this day. So it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I've never burned a bridge, you know, with anybody. I'm just always, I'm still friends with everyone from, you know, when I was working there and, and her. So that's, it's cool. I was never mean to anybody. Either. I always just, I'm very passive. I just thought it would be interesting to hear about how you changed your life after the transformation, especially with the things that were not working out for you. Oh yeah. So, so what it, what it did instead of like being feeling like I was being hurt all the time by her, I just understood like, you know, obviously she'd be better off with somebody else than me. Like, you know, so I, why am I going to get into fights with her all the time? I mean, about stuff or, you know, she was usually just picking on me about things. You know, I'm working hard, but, neglecting her i'm like i'm not i'm you want but you want this stuff and you want that stuff you want me you know you want me to do things for you but i can't be two places at once you know it's kind of like you pick me or pick this i'm like okay i 
I would, I wanted to, I was in love with her, you know, but I, I just, I couldn't, I had to, I had to be able to pay for stuff, you know, I had to just realistically, I, I, would, I had to have those jobs, you know, but then I, I got, after that experience, I was like, you know what, I don't need to be here. I'm actually passionate about this stuff. I want to start from scratch. And I did the same thing with the relationship. I told her, you know what, you know, I love you. I'm always here for you if you need, but I, I think we should just stop seeing each other, you know. You'd be better off with somebody else. I, I think I need to, you know, spend time alone. I got I got this whole thing I want to go do now, you know. Did your friends and family notice a difference in you after the transformation? They did. They did. Um and it was pretty cool for all of them. They they uh they kinda loved it at, at first, but later, uh, you know, they they were kind of just like surprised that I was serious about taking it serious all the time. They, you know, they thought maybe this is just like, oh, this is really cool. Like, yeah, I feel the chi. Like, oh, that's cool that you figured that out, you know. But then, you know, when they realize I'm making it serious, like I, I, I want to teach this to people, they're like, oh, oh come on. You'll, it's just a fad You'll or whatever. You'll just get over this. You should go do something like the software kind of stay practical. Like, I'm like, but no, like I believe in this. I want to take a chance. You know, the funny thing is I've been working for myself ever since I stopped working for other people and I've been doing this ever since then. So, and they're proud of me to this day. They're like, Oh, like, I, we never in our life imagined like you would still be doing it this long and, and have grown, you know, um, you know, online presence so much or, you know, you made so many courses and you selling books and having, you know, classes for so long, you know, so many classes, you know, and the, university you know <laughs> so yeah everyone's proud of me like my family my friends are very proud of me very supportive and it's pretty cool and then even though they didn't understand it at first when i was making such a uh, you know what they would say maybe not an irrational decision are you going to quit your job to start something and you can't you like keep your job and do this on the side you know i'm like no nah, man i like neo in the matrix i was in a computer i'm like now it's like no it's like <laughs> Uh, go out and save the world. <laughs> what do you think inspires you about your transformation? What it does is it it shows it taught me a very important lesson. One of the, one of the most important lessons uh, that I can I can always tell people is that there is always like uh, something better down the road that's coming your way if you just can hang in there. And be patient. It's, it's just like uh, some people out there, if they were ever as depressed as I was, you, you know, it's not, it, it won't last forever. You can get out of it. There's ways to, to heal, you know. There's always something positive. You know, I'm not saying the grass is always greener on the other side, but literally there is, there is a silver lining out there, you know, that you can find. You just try hard enough, you know. <laughs> and it's worth trying. It's worth trying. That's that's the thing I learned. It's always worth to try, to keep trying. Never give up on yourself. Yeah, I think that's great. As you were speaking, you mentioned that you have courses and books and stuff. Uh, can you tell us about that if people want to check it out? Sure. So if you were to go to um, my website, energy-cultivation.com, you, know, you would see that um, we have a Zoom class going on called Pipe. It's a pathway to inner peace and enlightenment class. And um, it's only 30 bucks a month, for example. Uh, 
and you, you, we do uh, courses a couple times a week over Zoom. And so you actually get to work with me and Reza as instructors. And we do, we cover things like Tai Chi, Qigong, breath work, meditation, and yin yoga. And then we also like to just talk with the students when students have questions so we can help them understand more of this qi energy. After watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you and ask you questions. Are you open to that or are you a private person? I'm always answering people's questions, so it's okay. I do have an email address that you can send me directly questions. It's just askcfuaj at gmail.com. Before we finish up here, do you have one last positive message that you want to share with everyone? Sure. Um, you know, life is good. Uh, so always stay positive and uh, good things will happen. That's that's my message to everybody. <laughs> that's a great message. Uh, you know, I really can't say anything more than that. Positivity is the most important thing you can ever have, you know. Just constantly stay positive. Life is beautiful. Don't let, don't let coronaviruses scare you. I'm not anti trying to get into that kind of thing, but don't let the war stuff scare you. You be positive. The world will be more positive. People will fix, solve problems faster. <laughs> thank yeah. you for that. And Sifu, thank you for being my guest today. I really appreciate you and I wish you the best. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. You have an awesome, awesome podcast going on. I'm I'm honored to be part of this um, wonderful channel of yours, and your work is amazing. So keep it up. Um, yeah, man. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Thank you, and have a great day. Yeah. Namaste. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.